0: That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply.
1: You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy. Welcome to the making of a marketer, the podcast that takes you around the world of marketing, one topic at a time hosted by digital marketing consultants, Jess Nickerson, and Andy Pondillo. We welcome you to join the conversation. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Now here are your hosts, Jess and Andy.
2: We are back on the making of a marketer. Jess, how are you doing today? It is a wonderful fall slash wintry day, an extra hour of sleep this week. So there could be like nothing going wrong in the world, right?
3: Right. You're you're spot on. I'm I'm excited to talk about Black Friday today and holiday marketing because I was going to tell you a fun fact. I have never participated in a Black Friday marketing event. I've never gone to the malls. I don't do any shopping on Black Friday. I actually eat leftover Thanksgiving. I have a very specific tradition, eat leftover Thanksgiving food for breakfast and watch Christmas movies.
2: So do you do any rage Amazon purchasing at all? Just just nothing at all on Black Friday? Correct.
3: Correct. I, I've never done the lineup we'll, thing. Yeah, maybe maybe we will do something different this year. But that is our Black Friday tradition.
2: So the social media hack that I like to give everybody is if you're looking to buy something and you're looking to you know get a special deal on Black Friday, start doing add to cart right now. So go to all of your favorite companies all of your favorite products and hit add to cart and then abandon it and wait for the deal to trickle in in a few weeks. That's good. But that leads us perfectly into our show today. So we are going to do a special exercise on Black Friday marketing. And and the reason we're doing this, Jess, is because I would say 90% of Black Friday marketing sucks. It's not good. So like, it's just 50% off, 50% off, 50% off. I feel like I'm at a used car dealership when I sign on to any of my social media channels. So I want to go through a practice. If we're putting together a Black Friday plan, even right now, November 9th, some would say it's a little late. You know, I would say it's probably a little late to start thinking about it. But I think it still can be done. It has to be a controlled plan. It has to be an aggressive plan. And I think a company right now could put together or rework a plan and be better than a company that put together a plan three months ago, but it's the same thing and the same white noise we see in other places.
3: Yes, going back to getting people to stop in the scroll.
2: Definitely. So for today's practice, I am going to be Agency Andy. All of a sudden, I'm doing e-commerce again. It's been a few years. I don't pretend to be the greatest e-commerce expert in the world, but as with all of us, we've dabbled a little bit. Jess is a director of marketing, and she is coming to us for her theme park uh, because we like theme parks on the making of a marketer. And we're going to talk about our special offer for Black Friday on our season pass, memberships, you name it. And how are we going to try to get that across the board for our users to be relevant? I love it. Did you name your theme park, by the way? I didn't ask.
3: We will call it Turkey Time turkey (laughs) time world turkey time world
2: yes it's a big picture of a turkey in the middle and that's like the mascot that's like instead of mickey mouse it's like like gobbling at, at people and so let's start with it so black friday is coming up it's november 9th we're in a meeting right now so jess this offer you have, tell me about the offer you're putting together for your season pass, you know, percent off. Is there some sort of monetary discount? Is there an added value? Like, What, what did the corporation decide to go with once we get closer to this big day?
3: That's a great question. I mean, Andy, there are so many deals out there. I, I wanna get your perspective. The The one thing that you need to know, it's very simple. We are trying to increase sales on Black Friday. That's that's the objective, the end goal.
2: Do you have an exact sales goal? So is there a number your marketing team has to hit in order to show success on this?
3: Uh, yes, uh, by 35%. So we want to increase sales by 35% through our Black Friday marketing
2: so with that now there is there a hook so we need to go up 35 which you would normally do during this time you know there's going to be you know a lot of market competition out there so six flags disney these other corporations are going to be offering something we could wait and look to see what they're offering and let them go first and make an adjustment or we can put our offer out there right now how important is that offer to you? you, Does the 50% off, the 40% off? like My suggestion would be if you can get away with 35% off instead of 50% off, go with 35% off because it makes more sense on the bottom line. The reason for saying that is I think that regardless of the percent off, I think there's a lot of white noise around this time. I compare it to JCPenney's, not to pick on them too much, but they seem to always have a sale. Something is always 70% off. Something is always 50% off. Does that mean anything to the user anymore? Or does the product have a little bit more oomph on it? So we need to talk through that. And if we don't have to discount at an extreme rate, let's not do that. Let's do it at more of a feasible rate.
3: Yeah, I like that. Because if I keep seeing all these discounts and I see them constantly, it makes me think that I'm devaluing the
2: brand. And the thing is, when you become the discount brand, so let's learn from some lessons here. Six Flags is often known as the discount chain. They just had to go through a merger with Cedar Fair, essentially to eliminate debt and save the corporate company from having to do a lot of these changes. Their CEO recently talked about hey, we've become this place for teens to hang out. They get a season pass. It's like $80. They come 15 times a year. They don't buy T-shirts. They don't buy food. They don't buy anything. We're at, they're at the park and they just show up. So the ROI off that actually isn't strong. And it also gives your company a vibe as the discount company. So we think about discount companies, in my opinion. J.C. Penny struggling um, it was uh Bed Bath and Beyond. We know they're in trouble. The only time I went to Bed, Bath and Beyond is when the 70% coupon showed up in my mailbox. So if we do this on Black Friday and we establish 50% off to those users, that's the price of your product, probably for their lifetime because they'll wait till next Black Friday to renew. So we have to establish it if we do this once that's forever the market value to them.
3: Based on that perspective, I'm steering away from this idea of offering a 50% off or like a percentage off. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about either unveiling like a new ride or potentially to time it or to tie in with the turkey our our turkey time theme Mm -hmm. we do almost like a virtual wheel but it's like virtual feathers like on the turkey and they can select you know some one of the feathers gets selected and they get some type of special promotion
2: So let's think about that new ride. So what is one of the biggest benefits of a season pass or any type of membership? Museum, uh, Six Flags, theme parks, whatever it may be. You know, you're a Disney person, Jess. I know you like Disney. Early entry and exclusivity. So what resonates more when I think of a product? Exclusive type benefits or saving $25? I would usually say exclusive, and that's more marketable, too. It kind of breaks through some of the monotony we see on ads. So we're talking about a new ride, you know, new roller coaster coming to uh, the turkey world. So let's figure out, do we have a media day? Is there an incentive there to where our creative versus having that used car sales look instead it has like a mock-up like a 3d image uh, animated image of the ride and maybe that's video assets we use why reinvent the wheel so we're at november 9th right now we're talking about potentially needing new creatives to get this in market but you've already put the creatives out there for your new ride what if it's restyled and we put the benefits within the video, within the promo content to now speak one-to-one to these audiences? I like that. So we have creative now. We have an offer now. But even more important sometimes, your budget. You told me when we spoke last, you have a $20,000 budget. You run content on Facebook, LinkedIn, X, TikTok, and you do commercials along with an occasional influencer market? I don't believe with the time frame we have right now or the budget that we can that we'll be able to execute on each platform. So, do I have the trust in you that if we pitch this only on two platforms to master those, will your management get the buy-in to basically? mono-focus this campaign versus trying to hit every single medium?
3: Yes, because we do want to remain focused. And we, again, like you said, like we, we're, we're trying to cut through the the noise and the clutter. And we realize we can't be everything to everyone. So I want to get the most return on my investment.
2: So let's think about that in terms of channels right now. So we're going for e commerce. We are going across different marketing audiences. So when I think about this, I think your premier sales group. So every company we work with, whether it's B2B, B2C, you know, high valued products, low value products. There are different buying committees or different buying teams, and they each have a different value. Our thought working in the theme park industry is traditionally families will have the highest value, mostly because they might buy the four pack of your season passes. So that means they get to pick four feathers of exclusive options, and then also have that exclusive option to come to your media day. The other thing is you're just multiplying that times four. And you think of families, you think food, souvenirs, all of the works when they come. We've done studies to see that this buying committee of a family, one visit will actually lead to more ROI versus teenagers who may visit 12 different times. So the objective here is if we're looking at audience members, if we're looking at attendance, attendance may not be indicative of overall sales. So we need to think about this within our ads. When we cut this 20,000, do we want to hit our different audience members? Do we want to do a split of families, teams, and then maybe like date night? Or do we want to just focus in on what gets us the most ROI and use one target demo?
3: I would say any way we can connect to the revenue piece and ROI is the way that we want to go.
2: And that's what I'm thinking because our team at the agency here, we're strapped on resources a little bit. So like if we run this in three different formats, that means we're essentially duplicating the campaign for three different personas three different sets of creatives, three different audiences, and splitting the budget three ways. We think that even if there's less conversions from families, those conversions have long-term value to you. So we need to focus on the creative direction to be one-to-one with these this family audience. So that I feel like is a domino now for us to figure out, not only do we have the, the video imagery of your new ride, But now how are we showcasing people on it? So can we edit like animated families in there? Is it something where we get B-roll from old commercials and then mix and match it with those animations along with the swooping in feathers telling us about what they can win with this wheel spin that they'll be doing for their Black Friday special.
3: And I'm also thinking, and let me know what your thoughts on are on this are if we did have a media day potentially using the the promotion and messaging from those influencers that are attending the media day Mm -hmm. and incorporating that into the the excitement around the new ride launch
2: so that was my next thing you let me right into this so we talking about influencers here, we've worked with them before, you know, we've done a post here, we've done a post there. I feel like right now is an opportune time to invite them into the park uh, via a trade or via, you know, typically a macro influencer, we might be looking at like a $1,000, $2,000 packages. Would you be comfortable if we took 25 percent of this out of the twenty thousand dollar budget and did a five thousand dollar budget for influencers we did an influencer day where they come to the park they take pictures videos show their own personal views and within this we have a contract that the creative assets that they make we split ownership with them and they're now our assets to use of course tagging them proper credit and the opportunity for them to become more permanent brand ambassadors. It's almost a tryout, but we're pressed for time again. So if they're able to do the creative for us, that gives us now a bank of assets to where we do have the promos already running with the videos but it's not enough in my opinion just to run promos hit it and go we want to have some like in the moment organic style post that we can mix and match with that paid strategy
3: i i like that cuz i i mean i want the creative to be as authentic as possible i want i want it to be through the eyes of the people that go to the park love going to the park and consume consume uh the the park offerings
2: so now we have we have them in place we have everything we need i i think now so we're talking about a 515 split budget we're going to do two platforms so for e-commerce we're going to run facebook and i believe tiktok would be a good platform too Uh, we see a lot of growth there with families so we'll split that down the line Influencer marketing, they will, or let's say Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, we group those together. uh, They will assist in providing these assets for both of them. But with that, you know, even the best promotion, the best product, the best visuals, can we confirm that we will have an outlet for blog content, a landing page, things like that, you know, when we launch, it's going to be really important that we have these and not only have these, but also have pixels in place. So we'll need to know when there's been add to cart. So if there's been an add to cart, but not a completed purchase, we're going to have a different asset that we show the user as a cart abandonment style to help get them through the entire funnel.
3: Yes, I love it. It, Anything we can do to measure effectiveness and and tie it to ROI. So this is a way to tie it to ROI. And we want to measure it.
2: And the most important thing, and this is something that, you know, it's not the easiest to ask uh, for team members, but it's an important one. And one that hopefully there's some sort of incentive to is that when we hit the launch button on this, our preferred range will likely be 10 to 14 days before Black Friday. So we have about a week to try to get this all under our belts. Um, We'll start again with those animated assets we have already. It's always important to check on assets that we might have to try to get out of net new. But we are going to need somebody to monitor the feed during that day. Because live comments will come in, live messages will come in. And there's a lot of time sensitivity behind this because it's going to have this brief window when we're having a sale. So has your internal team thought about community relations, PR strategies, and an FAQ sheet so people can be on it while this operation is taking place?
3: This is a very good point, Andy. And we will make sure that we have a point person that is involved with the real-time conversations.
2: Awesome. So I think that covers us off. So action items right now. So for you, we need to get that bundle of influencers that you've used. We need email marketing, and we need to get that set up as soon as possible. We have the creatives already for your animated rides. So we can start to do some short form cuts of that. Our ask would be to have a bank of B-roll so we can see how we can intertwine that. And then for messaging, our content team will need to work with your content team to develop the four to five key messages and POVs of what this sale will be. Give it a name. Give it a hashtag. That is something I want a social media specialist doing. And I want our team to simply have an hour brainstorm, land on that hashtag, land on those five messages. We have a search strategy already we know what people are searching for to come to Turkey Trout World. So we'll use those search items that are both being bid on and organic search terms to help answer questions organically within our posts. So I don't think we need a net new content strategy. I don't think we need to land on the 50% off or 35% off or anything like that. We're going to land on this wheel spin. We're going to land on our key messages that we always use for our products. We don't have to get away from brand and who we are. We just spruce it up with this wheel and our new offerings coming next year and what exclusivity that gives us. So I think that that will give the creative teams enough leeway. But I also think, Jess, if you're okay with it, we have to relinquish something that's like, this is the sale, this is how to message it. We need to empower the social media teams to come up with the idea so it's something that's branded from them and they can take that further along and really feel like they've owned this both from the agency and internal side.
3: I love it. I love this approach. So, I mean, Andy, you're really pointing out that the deal itself in effect in effect, is not really the important piece to this marketing strategy.
2: And that's something I I'd, I'd like to really highlight In terms of when we look at the marketing world. So, if you think of Black Friday, I think it started what, maybe like the 90s when it got really big. So, you think about everybody came to the mall, it was for these sales. People are fighting over PlayStation 2s, and the deal was a huge thing. And just like marketing, your marketing for anything could be right in 1992. But in 2023, it's not right anymore because it's white noise. So I feel like the percentage off companies are actually losing money because they're trying to outdo each other with percentage off and they're becoming this like discount used car company where I think the experience mixed with some sort of deal is what will break through when all the white noise comes out in the, the coming weeks for the Black Friday season.
3: And and we're really excited as well because this ride, you know, we're going to use the best technology and it's all about turkeys getting chased. So you will you're going to be surprised how fast a turkey can actually travel to avoid uh, being put on that Thanksgiving dinner table. So we're going to find out. Are we going to catch the turkeys or are they going to escape?
2: And this is one of those 3D like full like mind-boggling experiences, right? Like yes. you literally feel almost like you are a turkey when you're on this ride.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be the the 3D element. There are gonna be this, this is gonna be speed. This is a full-blown roller coaster. There's gonna be dips and turns, and you're not gonna believe how fast it's gonna go. it's gonna be very smooth.
2: And we're expecting long lines for this too. So this <laughs> yes. is like a beat the line right here because. There is nothing I think that I fear more at a theme park than waiting in a three and a half hour line on a 95 degree day. Absolutely. Very cool. So I think we're going to sell this through. We got some action items, but you know, for what we're trying to do here, I think five to six strong assets that can be. Uh, Multiplied across two different platforms and then our influencers providing us content for our our organic post series will kind of spread that out over the course of maybe 14 days and then also have them post from their perspective, you know, holding their membership and on the camera showing that they've registered Maybe they can use their personal code for some. Maybe it gives you an extra spin. Instead of two fe- instead of one feather, you get two feathers by using their code. So there's going to be some ways to, to work through this. But our promise to you is we're going to build an exceptional Black Friday campaign. We're going to lean on our social media team. And we're also not going to have you cut your product in half just to try to get some conversions in the door. This is going to be a key money driver that can build some legs not only through Black Friday but beyond in 2024. I can't wait. Well, perfect. I think that's a wrap on the exercise there. Just so I've never done this exact exercise one-on-one but I have been in this conversation a lot and what I wanted to highlight is what we hit right at the end is so much is around percent off during holiday time. And I don't know about you, but I just feel like every campaign I've run, it doesn't make much of a difference. I honestly feel like if people are bargain shopping, they're going to still bargain shop. They're going to bargain shop for the best experience and what they really want versus getting an extra 10 $15 off. And if you start multiplying that, you know, times thousands of people you actually start losing quite a bit of money and then you actually make the people angry when they have to pay full price somewhere down the line so i feel like for long term value just that method has become antiquated and instead i want to focus on a deal that creates customer value
3: absolutely and going through this exercise it made me think of like what companies are doing this creatively right now are thinking differently about approaching uh, Black Friday marketing. And we talked about Amazon Mm -hmm. and we can point to two examples right now of Amazon really uh, leading the pack and looking at this differently. One, uh, Andy, we talked about this. I received a toy catalog in September And it was just basically focusing on like, what is, what are the best toys? What are the most unique toys? What are the trending toys on Amazon for you to consider uh, during your entire holiday uh, purchase season? And let me tell you, this is the first time I've received anything like this. And I've received it because I have a daughter and we've been buying baby items on Amazon for the past two years. Mm-hmm. My daughter has looked at this catalog every single day. She is so excited and she talks about, she just like reads through it just mm-hmm. and, and talks about every toy that she is interested in and wants to add to her holiday list. So that's number one, absolutely love it. Number two, We just learned yesterday that uh, Amazon is doing a Black Friday NFL influencer promotion where Mm. they are going to be uh, showing or broadcasting an NFL game on Black Friday. And I think I I have to look it up again, but I think it's the Jets and... Very cool. And, um, man, maybe Philadelphia... Uh, don't quote me on that. We'll, we'll we'll get the 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 correct teams, but I mean it's this is a a different way to approach like what type of deal that they are going to be offering on Black Friday, and it does not include any type of discount or promotion. And then
2: that's a key fact right there. So. You know, we talk about marketing strategy and like timelines and, you know, kind of the format. So a perfect world Black Friday for an e-commerce company is started maybe like in July, August. You start kicking some tires, if not earlier about it. But I want to try to make this podcast more and more about marketing room reality. So marketing room reality right now is shorter staffing budget uncertainty, deal uncertainty, mergers, changes, management changes, agency changes. So ideal world is great, but real world is a lot of times marketing teams are working with their pants on fire. So when they come to an agency like, hey, holiday season's coming up. I've been at agencies before and our first reaction is it's too late. Like, what can we do? Pardon me. Um, it's too late. What can we do right now to try to solve this? And sometimes there's like a rebuttal and we send it back and be like, hey, it's too late. We can't do much. The exercise I went through right there, we did two things to give the client confidence. We showed that, hey, they already have a 3D rendering of their new ride. We don't need a new video. So that's wonderful. They always have B-roll. So we have a video team. And especially with AI tools now better than ever, we can take these videos, mash them together, and make a 15-second cut that could be easily marketable. We're not going to have time to get a lot of creative for organic posts, but who does? Influencers do. When you give them trade and opportunities to kind of spread their wings and come to an awesome theme park or experience like this, more times than not, they're extremely happy to participate. And we think about budget, there's like this taboo thing that I think still exists in the industry to where people don't want to pay influencers. But, you know, I think about paying, you know, let's say five influencers, $1,000 a piece for a $5,000 budget, or paying $5,000 for one billboard off an interstate that they may or may not look at. The influencers can stretch your content. And you think about time, think about how much money is time. So we're talking about taking pictures, Photoshop, posting, um, doing analytics on these posts, community relations, like social media takes a lot when you do a good organic strategy. So if we can cut the creative piece out of it and utilize influencer budget. I think it can go a long way. So what I did with you there was if we're caught in a pinch as an agency, a two-step plan, look at what assets exist, see how we can use brand ambassador influencer content to expedite our internal teams. If we can do those two, it frees them up to be creative about everything else.
3: And I'll add a third, don't solely focus on the deal. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly. Focus on how we're building this and what the experience is. So two pieces, what does this mean for our core audience, this time parents and the exclusivity, and how are you constructing this with your team? What's your internal team gonna be able to do? What's their content creation? Is their website set up, blog set up, SEO, things like that in place? So many people on Black Friday or holiday time to get so caught up in a deal that I feel like the deal was borderline irrelevant at this point in terms of percent off. So focus on what your product is and what makes sense to you. Don't discount to the point that you're not making money.
3: I love it. And that's a wrap. We did it. We
2: did it. That's our Black Friday practice right there. So Uh, Thank you so much, Jess, for participating in this. It was actually therapeutic for me to go through this again. I haven't done a lot of e-commerce strategy in a while, but we will be back uh, for the rest of this month. We're going to do a little bit of a thankful series with some POVs around it. And basically, you know, in themes of Thanksgiving and the season, talking about some of the people and things we've been thankful for in our digital slash marketing careers and how that kind of ladders up to some of the larger discussions that are happening in the industry. I can't wait. But with that, thank you for joining us for this quick episode. I hope your Black Friday marketing is already going, but if it isn't, hopefully this plan can get you going really, really quick. So uh, we'll be back next week. And thank you so much, everyone.
3: Thanks. Bye.
0: discover, purchase, and recommend to each other.
1: Wow. And where can people subscribe?
0: Go to theartofswaypodcast.com. Find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for The Art of Sway wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.